Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, November 7th, 2022. On today's episode, I uh, uh, fucking, who knows? We'll just free ball it. Usually it works out good, though, you know, fuck shit. Off the top of my dome, cause when I come home, I plug in my microphone after talking into one all day, cause Big Drew, that's how he gets paid. Oh, shit. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, November 7th, 2022. It's canon. Ah, you thought I was gonna do a big long fucking one there, too. So did I. How are you? I hope you're doing well, man. I hope you're good. If you're listening in Alberta, I hope that you are fucking, you got your fucking snow boots out. You got your shovels out, man. You got that. You're shoveling away. And if you're listening on Ontario, <laughs> we laugh at you as we wear fucking t-shirts and fucking whatever. Buddy, golden age, global warming, man. You can get a pineapple in November in, in fucking Ontario and also wear a t-shirt at the same time. Got to live it up, man, while we can, you know. <laughs> uh, fucking one of my neighbors, though, I was walking around. I was taking Terry for a walk this weekend and she was fucking putting up her Christmas decorations and it's tripped me the fuck out. Cause she, she had her, she was putting up her, she had her fucking full ass Christmas tree up and we're talking like, what is that? November 5th or some shit like that. It's like, and I understand like, okay, Halloween's done. We're going to start, we're going to switch into Christmas mode, but fucking Remembrance Day hasn't even happened for one. And number two, it's like, how do you fucking feel Christmassy when the gra when you got to mow the lawn too? Like I always thought like there was that show, there was shows. What the fuck was that show? It was like. I can't remember the name of the show, but it was like one guy and he lived in a house with like seven girls and there was like an episode and they were like fucking and they were doing a uh, Christmas episode, but they, it was in L.A. And I was like, it's not Christmas when it's summer. Like you can't fucking mow your lawn and also like have a Christmas tree. I don't know. So anyways, anyways, uh, yeah, fucking super nice weather. Golden age of fucking global warming, buddy. How are you? I hope you're having a nice, I hope you had a nice weekend. Let's start off the show with a little bit of a motherfucking, how was my motherfucking weekend? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I got a good G minor fucking shred backing track coming up because I was learning this new Chili Pepper song. I've been listening to this Rick Rubin podcast. I didn't even know Rick Rubin had a podcast. It's called Broken Record Podcast, and he interviews all the musicians that he made uh, our records with. And it's like, you know, so it's like every guest is like a fucking A-list musician. It's not like Song Exploder where you're like, there's some like fucking big indie guy and he's like fucking... You know, a song exploded to be like, Tiger Cat is a project started by UK fucking depressive. <laughs> it's always like, uh, oh, that reminds me. We're going to talk about Sophie today, too, because Nick is absolutely just fucking ripping it up. Um, okay, so let's start off. The How is my... What the fuck was I talking about? I, uh, oh, my God. Am I going to have to pause? Oh, yeah. Fucking Rick Rubin podcast. Okay. I actually paused and went back and listened. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's got he was interviewing every single one of the Chili Peppers. So I'm a little bit behind because he he was this was when their new album was coming out and they already came and went to Toronto. And I kind of wish I I went to the concert because I'm not necessarily like the biggest Chili Peppers fan, but John Frusciante is one of the like the mo- biggest influences on my guitar playing. Just because of uh, uh, to me, what what I was attracted to was that it was simple. Um, they were lines that you could learn and essentially like you could just hear them and play them. But what was so attractive about his guitar playing was that every note like fucking mattered and it was in the exact right place where it was supposed to be. And like, you know, because when you first start coming up as a guitar player, you're like, okay, I'm going to learn the songs. But then you're like, whoa, like you hear Eddie Van Halen fucking play Eruption and you're like, okay, I want to do that. And then you learn tapping and you're like, okay, sick. Like, where do we go from there? And they're like, yo, have you heard about sweeping, like sweep picking? And then you're like, I don't know. Like, like you like Eddie Van Halen, listen to this guy, Yngwie Malmsteen. And then you're like, what? And then you hear that and you're like, okay, well, how, like, how is that even possible to play like that on the guitar? And I was always envious of these fucking sweet pickers. And my whole life, I've been trying to learn how to sweet pick. And, it, you know, it's my fault. I am the one who decides, like, to practice or not, right? So it's like I, I could, like, I could do, that's the other cool thing about, like, learning stuff is like, you realize you can learn anything. So... You know, I realized like, yo, I could probably learn this, but that shit was fucking hard. So then John Frusciante's like, you know, Californication comes out and he's just like, and is like just playing these like very simple sort of melodic phrases, guitar notes. But it was what was important was more the feeling and the groove behind them and the tone and everything. So he had John Frusciante on his show and he was talking about. Uh, just essentially that uh, like everything that I had surmised about his guitar playing to hear him like eloquently describe that at, like um, on the podcast was so nice to hear. Um, so their new album has this one song and it's in G minor and I was trying to ear out the solo because again it's one of those for Shanti solos where you're like well this sounds easy but it's not it's like it's it is maybe technically it's not even technically easy. It's like, it's not, it's just not fast, but it's like, you have to hit it, that note right in the fucking pocket because that's where that note belongs. So it's not just about hitting like these fucking, you know, 30 second notes, like, like these evenly spaced fucking notes. It's about fucking getting in the pocket and just like, and like, you know, just fucking finding the zone and getting in about the groove, right? So anyways, they got, anyways, anyways, they got this song, uh, Here We Go Again, and uh, it's in G minor, so I was like, man, this fucking riff is so sick. The riff is like fucking, it's like... Which is like, that's a fucking metal riff. And then you get Anthony Keaton's like, hey, the boat, the boat, California, the California. <laughs> and just like ruining it. And like, I don't know, like there is this, there's this thing on YouTube, Chili Peppers minus Anthony Kiedis. And you're like, oh, this is like actually just a great three piece band. Like just Flea and John Frusciante and Chad Smith are just an incredible like three piece band. Like music, like the musicality is so fucking unreal. And then you got... And then just Anthony Kiedis is like, okay. And he takes the track and he's like, wicked about bow to California. Octopus on my head. I'm going to go on ya. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, why are you ruining this incredible music with fucking <laughs> hitting them down to cheese in California, getting down, down to Chinese this California. And you're like, okay, dude, like, okay, man. And it's like, he did another California song on this album. 
So I've been practicing in G minor, which is a key that honestly don't really ever practice in. As a guitar player, you always practice in A minor, D minor, E minor, uh, B minor. You know, those are kind of the shred keys along with E major, A major, and G major are kind of like the country fucking keys. And then maybe C a little bit, but you don't even really fuck with C major in the guitar that much. Well, I guess you do because it's the relative major of A minor. But anyways, uh, this isn't the music theory part of the podcast. So I've been shredding in G minor, listening to this fucking Rick Rubin podcast. And okay, let's start off. What the fuck did I do this weekend? Oh, that's what's going on this discord. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about Sophie. Okay, so unfortunately, my friend Sophie Bottle is being canceled right now. And it is due to a joke that she performed on her Crave TV special. And the joke is, I will paraphrase it right now. Uh, the joke is, uh, blah, she, she grew up half Jewish and half Catholic or whatever. Something about Catholic women not being, uh, uh, being against abortion. So it's about the Catholic Church being against abortion. And she goes, well, these women found a loophole. If they don't want to have their kids, these Catholic women, they can have the baby and then just send them to residential schools. And obviously that's a dark joke, right? Like that's a fucking, it's, it's, it's a dark joke. Uh, quite possibly maybe a little bit insensitive as well, I would say, to survivors of residential schools. However, she is punching up at the Catholic Church. In that joke, the victim is not the, uh, is not the indigenous children who, who had to go to residential schools. That is not the victim. She's not punching down. She's punching up and speaking truth to the, to the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church to be on one hand against abortion and on the other hand, you know, sanction the murder of literally tens of thousands of indigenous children for hundreds of years in this country. So... That's what the joke is, is pointing at. The joke is about the hypocrisy. Now, her special has been on Crave for months now. She released it, I don't know, in the fucking summer. And um, here's what happened. There is a comic, an indigenous comic in Vancouver who saw her do that joke before she recorded her special and said, hey, this joke make me makes me feel some type of way. Like using residential school children as a punchline is insensitive. And her reaction honestly was like, a little bit overblown. She's like, I had to leave the show in tears and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, like relax. Like it's just words. Like you don't like, you know, I could like relax. Like this is not a fucking, this is a comedy club. This is a joke. The context of the joke is she's, she's speaking to the hypocrisy of the Catholic church. And I understand that it is insensitive and I will agree, you know, court and I were both in dig. She more so than me. Um, and, you know, we both agree the joke is fucking insensitive, but it's the victims are not are not people who went to residential schools. So here's what happened. The, the comics said in a in a private message, hey, listen, that joke makes me feel some type of way. And I had to leave your show crying and blah, 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 blah. So don't do the joke anymore. So fair warning. Sophie got fucking warned. Um, but. Uh, the, this comic decided to come for her pound of flesh after Sophie's uh, special was released because then she screenshotted an image of that DM um, and then tweeted it saying, hey, look, Sophie, like I asked you not to do this fucking joke anymore and you still did it on your Crave special. I'm calling on fucking the cancel army to cancel her. And then sure enough, it gets picked up by the fucking the winds and you know, and I would say rightfully so, a bunch of members of the indigenous community saw the joke. They, 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 you know, cl clipped out the punchline and saw the joke and said, yeah, you know, fuck this bitch. Let's cancel her. And unfortunately, she had to set all her social media to private. Um, her discord server was completely bombarded with people advocating for her death. 
which is uh, kind of ironic. Um, <laughs> uh, and and her Crave special was taken down off of Crave, which, you know, the joke went by, I don't know how many fucking people. When I did Just for Laughs, and that, that was taped just for YouTube, like our, our my set went through at least three different people. And I would imagine that if you're going to air this shit on Crave, it's going through a fuck ton more because Bell Media, like we're talking Bell Media. But they don't, you know, but like they still own that, right? Like so... It went through a fuck ton of people. It went through the editing process, the director, the fucking everyone, and it got released and it was out for months before anyone, you know, decided to say anything about it. So it's not like there were comedy fans who were like, whoa, this is offside. And if you know Sophie, it's like, that's not, she's just a comedian, like through and through. She's been doing stand up since she was 15. And, you know, that's our job is to fucking and she, her brand of comedy is that she's chosen to do dark jokes. You know, there's a joke where she calls every Australian a rapist, you know, and you don't see the fucking <laughs> no one's coming to the defense of the Australians in that joke. So it's not like she and and also it's not like she was making some point or, or anything, but she is white and she is blonde. And the imagery of a white blonde colonizer making light of residentials, the horrors uh, of residential schools, you know, that's a you, right there. Boom. Like, that's an easy thing to hang on to. So uh, Nick <laughs> of Nick and Mac is just gone full blown autistic, like full blown autism in her discord server. I want to read some of this fucking shit that he said, because it's actually hilarious. Because he's meeting their shit with, he's meeting their shit with like, oh, okay, like you want to kill her? And he's just like, like, I don't know, where the fuck is it? Let me pull it up here. We got, okay, oh, did all of those get fucking, oh, did everything get fucking deleted? Oh, it did. Okay, so everything got deleted. Oh, bummer. Okay, because Sophie's Discord was was being used as a place just to fucking trash her right now, so like that. So looks like they just blew it the fuck up, which is which is great. Because there was a lot of like harmful, like you know, harmful stuff being said there, and you know it's just fucked up. It's like so weird. So I messaged her. I'm like, yo, like you want to talk? You're getting canceled right now, <laughs> and that was before I it got blown up because it got picked up by City TV. So. And that's about the extent of it is like, you know, one, one uh, fucking comedian facing backlash after insensitive joke. But it's not like she was advocating for the death of of indigenous children or anything. And this is where, you know, we have that age old conversation of what's the line, what's too far. And I think when it comes to something like this, you have to look at the intent and you have to look at 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 the of the power that's the truth is being spoken to. Right. Comedy is about speaking truth to power. And is she speaking and in the context of that joke, you know, albeit um, I still think, yeah, like whatever it's, it, it's, it's, it's not to make light of the fact that all, all these atrocities happened at these residential schools for hundreds of years. It's to, it's to, it's to really, you're calling out the Catholic church for the hypocrisy in committing these crimes um, while simultaneously, you know, preaching, the word of God and the word, the gospel of Jesus. So that's what the joke is about. And, and it's kind of fucked up to see her have to go private and whatever. But the good thing is, is she moved to LA and, and you know, in America, they're like, I'm sorry, what, what crave, what's crave? 
<laughs> like it doesn't nothing that you do in this country matters in terms of the entertainment industry getting canceled in canada is like who gives a fuck like in america they're like you did what to who the indians we got rid of ours a long fucking time ago you know what i mean like there's no like there's she's fine down there uh but you know it's gonna take a little a couple at least a couple more weeks for the fucking smoke to blow over and then eventually you know everybody moves on that's the thing about the cancel mob when you just hop on a fucking cancel bandwagon and just you know look at one 15 second clip and you're not a fan of stand-up and you don't understand you know the context of stand-up uh and what the role of stand-up is to do because if a uh, if a catholic person were to hear that and they themselves might have held some pro-life views, well, you know, that might be an opportunity for them to take a look back and say, well, if the Catholic Church is telling me I can't, that we shouldn't all get abortions, then why were they okay with murdering these indigenous children then? And then that might cause them to look at themselves and their belief systems and say, whoa, I'm actually part of a pretty fucking corrupt organization here. Um... Where and and you know on the other side of that, a person whose family or themselves might have suffered the horrors of residential schooling might might look at that joke and say, "Hey, man, like, whoa, like you can't, you know, you're using us as a punchline here, uh, you know, which I guess is fair, but you got to look at who there, who's the who's the joke, who's who's the victim of the joke here, and it's anybody who believes in the Catholic Church." Um, so pretty crazy stuff to see your friend get canceled. My <laughs> Nick was like, bro, never get famous because <laughs> he's like, you can never get famous. Cause you do, you talk like an Asian too much. <laughs> you do too many accents on your podcast. And I'm thinking like, man, if I ever fucking put the effort in to actually start making content and fucking, you know, like I said, because nobody gets famous. That those days are gone. Those days are long gone of, of some sort of fucking mechanical claw dropping down from the sky and 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 pulling you into essentia and and now you're hobnobbing in fucking the Hollywood Hills with the best of the best, right? Like that does not happen anymore. Um the only way to success is is through your own merit, right? You can't just fucking have no plan and just fuck fuck around and eventually you know, in the words of Danny Martinello, eventually it'll come. <laughs> I was like, okay, buddy. Well, we're 30 fucking three. So you let me know when that happens for you, bud. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So I would think if I ever put the effort in, I would essentially have to scrub the internet of my previous existence and start over again, which is very enticing to me, honestly, like starting over again and just seeing if I can actually manipulate the algorithm in such a way that I would find the people that want to hear what I have to say. Under a new moniker, perhaps. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, that's what's been going on. I was uh, I had comedy on Friday night. I uh, was at the Corner Comedy Club. Honestly, not really feeling. Not really. Here's the thing: is I've do so. I've done so much work at that club that I just feel bad doing old stuff. But I was hosting, so I also simultaneously feel bad not doing well. And it was Friday night, and it was a fucking packed crowd, and I wanted it to do well. So I just keep doing this old stuff. And I, and I feel guilty, honestly. And I know Joe doesn't give a fuck, but he wants me to, he wants me to experiment up there. But it's hard as the MC. Um, and I also, you know, I'm trying to think about... Like, it's hard for me because I want to lay this fucking shit down already. Like, I want to lay all this old, old stuff like Alberta and fucking Costco and all those old jokes down. I want to lay them down and get rid of that 
And then I got the new hour that I want to tour that fucking hour on. And then I want to lay that the fuck down. And then I want to start over. So I essentially have like a two, almost two hours worth of material that I need to kind of sift through here. Um, because no one heard my first album. Natish made this point. He's just like, because Morgan uh, was telling him Morgan's this like comedy guy. Comedy like industry guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. He's just like a fucking, he's a guy who makes shit happen. And uh, he was telling him, he's like, yeah, Natish, like, you can use jokes from your old album. Like, nobody heard your fucking old album, so who gives a fuck? And it's like, oh, yeah, I can do some stuff from Gnarly that, yeah, the OG fans are, are going to be like, oh, he did that joke again. But whatever, you guys are, you don't give a fuck. Taryn listens to Cheese Bun Lady on repeat, he said. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So uh, that's going on. I had a good set, but I still felt bad uh, for doing old stuff. But I did record it, and yeah. Um, also on the job front, I am moving to Milton. So we got the new station. I won't have to drive to fucking Orangeville anymore. So I only got to drive 20 minutes now instead of fucking 40 minutes, which is dope. Uh, bigger market. So it's kind of like a promotion, not getting a raise, but that's okay. Uh, so that's good. And yes, that is it. I got my fucking, oh, let's do this now before I fucking, before I, uh, I lose already lost it. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our sponsor. No, what? What the fuck? Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. There you go. Would you like access to bonus content sometimes? Uh, and uh, things like guitar lessons, behind the scenes things, fucking stand-up clips and all sorts of shit. And an individualized, personalized shout-out on every single podcast. Then you can be like these fine folks. Alicia, Iron Eagle, James, New Guy Mark, Tony Smog, Patrick, Nick and Mac, Bubba and Marnus, motherfucking Street Demon, Joel, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, call at Andre Blair and Terrence Say They Name. What up, one of them? Hi, Kevin and Joyce. Yo, Mink. Also, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by, you know what it is, KingTutsCannabis.com. Go to KingTutsCannabis.com right now. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? They had kingtutscannabis.com. Go right now and use the promo code Drew, D-R-E-W, for 10% off your order. They have grapefruit Durban diamond butter. Like, I don't know. That's four words that I don't know what that means. But it's only $84.15 for four grams. Yo, back in the day, fucking all that shit was like a 100 bucks a gram. So, like, back in those G-pens. Remember when G-pens were a thing? Capone used to love those fucking G-pens. Man, you get fucked up off those things. They just sent me a lava and kush fucking cartridge. Oh, I was supposed to send that to Kev, but I didn't. Anyways, uh, we got more shit coming in the mail now. So we got the new load up, and that's now coming out. Um, so <clears throat> stay tuned for that. I'm going to have some Smarties in your package, Nick and Mac, because these motherfuckers like Smarties over Eminem, trying to beef me over fucking your handheld candies. <laughs> Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew right now for 10% off your order. Uh, they got High Horse Ganja Grape. 10-pack, 300 milligrams. Oh, that's a good deal for 20 bucks. See, like, why would you buy weed from anywhere else other than King Tut's Cannabis? Like, you fucking... It's, like, it's so much cheaper. And there's a little high horse, and he says, Groovy, baby. Go to kingtutscannabis.com right now. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Okay. Uh... Okay, let's do a little dad rock here. Fucking G minor. I hope that podcast renders i don't know what the fuck happened here with my recording but i think it'll sound okay we should be good here some tomato okay we've got a little g minor action (laughs) 
fucking lost it.